Welcome everyone to our new uh, episode of the series of podcasts Meet the Ambassador. I'm personally very um, happy that this series of podcasts are initiated by the team of uh, volunteers in Youth Alliance. So this makes me very, very proud. Um, today I have an amazing uh, privilege and honor uh, to host the um, Ambassador of US to North Macedonia. Her Excellency Kate Mary Burns. So welcome, uh, Madam Ambassador. Thank you so much, Anelia. And I must say it's an honor to help you launch and kick off this this great new series. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we're going to talk about something which is kind of very important for, for um, the young people and for our society. So this episode is called U.S. North Macedonia Strategic Dialogue, Young People as Beneficiaries and Future, and Future Ties. However... Uh, it won't be a formal uh, discussion or a formal interview because it's a podcast and it's kind of interesting for the Generation Z. So I will take the liberty to make a cozy, cozy environment and a cozy introduction. Um, since we are also uh, in the American Corner, which is a youth-friendly youth -friendly space provided by the U.S. Embassy to North Macedonia. So um, I'm amazed to have you here because according to my opinion, but according to the more of most of the young people from Youth Alliance uh, Khrushcheva, you're one of the most youth-friendly political figure in our society who provides a platform for networking and for expression of the young people. Um, also, it's listening to the voice of the young people and always has a nice advices. So I will um, look forward for our discussion of this podcast and I will look again for new advices and uh, new recommendations for our future steps. My name is Anelia Mitrova and I will be hosting this podcast today. Um, so um, I'm team member of the Youth Alliance Khrushchev. I'm also a passionate volunteer. Mm -hmm. I love to travel, travel. I like to party. I like to go out for drinks. But how I'm getting older, I prefer the drinks to be joined by some long political uh, discussions <laughs> and debates with my friends. So now I'm kindly asking you for your short introduction on more informal way, if it's possible. A more informal way. Okay. Well, um, uh, let me start out by saying, you know, I was, uh, uh, I was born into a diplomatic family. Um, so from the early ages, I developed both a love of my own country and of everything that the United States of America represents but also a real appreciation for seeing my country through the eyes of others. Um, that early uh, experience um, also, I think, gave me a sense of adventure. Um, and like you, I, I really love to travel and explore <laughs> and learn new things. And I'm, I feel very privileged that I've been able to find myself in a profession that allows me to do both, both to serve my country in a very meaningful way for me, um, but also to learn more about other cultures and see how our relationships in the world then impact on other things. Um, I am uh, not young. Uh, I've been in the business for 30 years as a diplomat, but I do consider myself young at heart. Um, uh, as I mentioned, I love exploring. I love learning new things, uh, try to do things every day. We have found ourselves here in North Macedonia in a, a, a heaven, really, for for nature and for uh, and for adventure in many respects. Um, and I've had the opportunity to learn all kinds of new things here, for which I'm truly grateful. 
Um, um, but I, you know, I would say, and, and thank you for recognizing the important work that we've done here with youth. Um, I would say that that is, uh, you know, both a, uh, a professional um, uh, issue for, for, for the U.S. Embassy and for our uh, a plan here because we actually recognize the youth as being the real change makers in this country, um, the real folks who have great potential. So it's strategic as well because by investing in young people, we think we're, we're doing the best to, to lay the groundwork for all of the other work that we're doing. Um, but I must say it's also a personal pleasure too because uh, I derive great energy um, and, and hope and optimism by my engagements. And I think the young people here are truly astounding. Uh, they're talented, they're interesting, they're vibrant, they're fun. Uh, and it's been uh, such a pleasure to get to know so many of them. Thank you. So it was really nice, really nice words, and I'm kind of thrilled to be a young people, a young person from North Macedonia, representing the young people from our pool of volunteers, but in general, the, the young people from many cities in our country. So basically, um, now we're going to talk more about the, the, the impact and um, the positive influence from the U.S. Uh, to North Macedonia in the, in the past years. So many funds were brought here. Many projects were implemented. And also the, the U.S. is considered, um, the, the American dream is considered among the young people as a place they want to live abroad. Now we are on the campus of the University of uh, St. Kirill and Methodia. Mm -hmm. And many of these uh, young students are going for wor work and travel during the summer in the, in the U.S. states. So what do you think that is the, the highlight of the United States-Macedonian uh, collaboration? And what have the United States brought to, to our society in the past years? So that is such a big question, because as you've noted, um, we've had diplomatic relations with this country for 27 years now, um, but I think even longer if you think about uh, the people-to-people -people connections. And what's been um, uh, so rewarding for me is to see those people-to-people -people connections really develop over the last three years. But it's been uh, an ongoing process. Um, we're sitting here in, in an American corner, which is in the heart of, of Skopje, uh, our American Corners Network uh, throughout North Macedonia has had a pivotal role. And I run into people uh, all across the country today who benefited from either the lending library or a tech camp or a class on, uh, on American culture um, that had a profound impact on their way of thinking, uh, of being, even on volunteering, um, because some of those first uh, connections to that, that part of our culture came through uh, programs exactly like this mm -hmm. at the American Corner, and I think it's been truly rewarding in the last couple of years, uh, and to some degree because of COVID, to see that then take place also in the virtual space as well. So we've expanded not only in our physical presences, but in our virtual outreach. Um, as you noted, the summer work travel program also uh, has been profound here. A lot of folks first uh, exposure to the United States has been on one of these programs, being at a summer camp, um, uh, uh, working in one of those environments. But we've also done summer camps here, which has been great. I was at the Access Camp in Ohrid uh, just this past weekend, having great conversations with young people who were exposed to American culture, things like uh, American food and American holidays and, uh, you know, and traditions um, through one of these camps, uh, as well as through our Peace Corps volunteers who have been on the ground, our Young Men's Leadership Program, the GLOW Camp for, for Women mm -hmm. Leaders. So all of these opportunities that have 
mixed American culture and the English language and values, um, but also have been shared experiences. And I think, you know, this is the most valuable part of what we do, whether it's through uh, helping through Education USA, which helps folks navigate the American university system if they were looking to study or do part-time work or, or develop that uh, through the American Corners, whether it's through our exchange programs like summer work travel, mm -hmm or the professional programs like the International Visitors Leadership Program. Um, they're two-way exchanges, and they're intended to not only introduce uh, the young people of North Macedonia to the United States, but actually have the citizens of the United States learn from mm -hmm. these young folks in North Macedonia. And uh, that's where the real benefit comes in. They're all intended to be two-way exchanges where we learn from each other. Mm. Um, and I think one of the things that's been most interesting for me um, serving here is that, you know, the United States in many European countries is a new democracy, right? <laughs> but here in North Macedonia, you're also a new democracy in many respects. So there's a lot that we can learn from each other. And some of the brightest ideas, the most inspiring ideas, and some of the innovation that's coming is actually coming from your newer country, from young people like yours who are more seized with the value of democracy and understand you know, how it takes work to fight for it. And I think that reflects well. And sometimes I've spoken with some Americans who've had and benefited from these exchanges who, again, have greater appreciation for what we have in the United States when they see it reflected through the eyes and ears and questions uh, of the young folks they meet here from North Macedonia. So I know that's a long answer and not a specific one, um, but uh, but the diversity of our programs has been such that mm -hmm. I think we've been able to either in person or virtually reach uh, a huge part of the young population here, either directly or by word of mouth um, through brothers and sisters who have been with the program who have passed it on or through organizations like Youth Alliance Khrushchevo who have helped bring these young people together so that we can have an even greater impact. So if you choose one highlight, oh. highlight it's the exchanges or... Um, it's really hard to say what the highlight is. I, I would say from a professional perspective, one of the things that I'm most proud of in general is the launch of the strategic dialogue, which you talked about earlier last June. Um, we have had a strategic uh, partnership agreement with North Macedonia in an official setting. We've had all of these programs. We've had a variety of relationships. But what we tried to do with the strategic dialogue was actually build a comprehensive framework uh, of how we could cooperate in many, many different areas. And we insisted on and were successful, including a portion of the strategic dialogue that would be entirely focused on developing youth relationships through education and culture, um, which is to say that the same way we have taken a strategic, systematic approach to our security and defense relationship or our economic relationship, mm -hmm. that we would do the same with our youth and cultural programs and that we would see them not individually as having one particular impact, but see them as an approach that is intended to cover the wealth and breadth of the potential uh, between our two countries. And I think I'm most proud of, of being helped to shape that. But I realize that I'm building on the efforts of uh, not only many previous ambassadors before me, um, but an incredible team at the U.S. Embassy, um, uh, across all of our five agencies, whether that's the Department of State, uh, the U.S. Agency for International Development, uh, Peace Corps, uh, Department of Justice, and even 
uh, even our defense partners who have invested in refurbishing schools and in supporting uh, some programs at, at the lower levels. Um, all of us, one way or another, have focused on the youth to some degree because we see them as not just a cross-cutting issue, but as a cross-cutting solution. So as you can see, the introduction was not recognizing, but it's evidence-based that you are the youth-friendly institution that supports, supports the young people. So we're gonna go to another another round. So what do you think is the contribution or the impact from our co- uh, cooperation, but what have North Macedonia brought to, to this cooperation? What do you think it's the, on the uh, vice versa, the, the contribution from North Macedonia? the highlight from North Macedonia towards the U.S.? I think the the biggest impact that you all have had, and I say this collectively as a country, but also as individuals, has really been to open people's eyes in the United States to the potential that exists in a, in, in, in a small country like yours. I mean, the reality is, is that um, there are some people who know North Macedonia very well in the United States, but there's mm. a large majority that don't. Um, and... You know, even when I'm back in the U.S. and, you know, people ask me where I live and I say North Macedonia, they go, oh, where is that? But every American who learns about North Macedonia and learns the story, um, and particularly of the last 30 years, of your intent and your clear determination uh, to achieve that Euro-Atlantic future. I mean, eyes on the goal. This country has been focused on recognizing that that is an important future, and it's the youth that have driven this, the youth who have said, hey, we have talent. We know how to innovate. We know how to be creative. Let us do our thing. Give us the space. Give us the platform. Give us the opportunity to do this. Um, so I think it's that it's that combination of resilience, the amount of diversity that comes from from such a small space uh, and the creativity as they meet uh, young leaders from this region that has really had its impact. And you can then draw that parallel into a broader sense, even looking at our foreign policy and strategic perspective. You know, when we look at North Macedonia, we see a country that has been challenged repeatedly, um, uh, both at the, at, the, at, the, at the most senior levels in terms of achieving its goals in NATO and EU and then in everyday its situations. Uh, dealing with challenges to the economy, um, the COVID pandemic, um, you know, energy, um, not necessarily with a lot of resources at its disposable at, at, at its disposal, excuse me, other than the talent and determination and will of its people. And that is a profound lesson for all of us. So I think, you know, when we sat down at the table for that strategic dialogue in June and we had, You know, a full delegation of the government of North Macedonia on one side of the table, and we had um, not just officials from the State Department, uh, but from from all across the big United States government. <laughs> and I mean, it's a big United States government to pull all these people together. You don't necessarily see the equality in that situation, right? Small country, mm-hmm. if, you know, a few officials, big Washington government, and yet... We had a conversation that was one among equals. We were talking about problems as equal partners and allies. And it was profound to see that kind of a conversation take place. And I think it reflects the fact that at every level, certainly when it comes to security and defense, North Macedonia has proven that it's not only a good NATO ally, but it's a strong NATO ally, even tested in some of the most difficult challenges we're facing right now. It is punching above its weight. Um, on the economy, even though it doesn't have, you know, maybe the many resources of some of its neighbors, 
it's finding solutions. It's pushing forward. It's bringing investment here that's unique and it's special. You have entrepreneurs and innovators um, who are competing in you know, international comp competitions and succeeding. Um, extend that to your cultural space. You have athletes from this country um, that are doing a phenomenal job that are on a major platform. You know, when Honeyland got all of those nominations mm -hmm. at the Oscars, people <laughs> in the United States started paying attention to North Macedonia. I got more emails um, uh, when your teams played in the UEFA uh, um, uh, qualification series mm -hmm. from folks across the world. Hey, way to go. Uh, and so people were starting to turn into champion for North Macedonia. And again, it's that impact. It's a surprise factor in many respects. Um, but it is, it is something that gets attention in the United States. And I think it's going to increasingly get attention in the United States. And our great hope is not only that we see North Macedonia succeed in its aspirations to achieve a secure and prosperous and vibrant democracy, but it actually sets a standard, not only in the Western Balkans, but for all of Europe. And Europe needs countries with potential and promise and, uh, and energy and vibrancy. So um, we're counting on you, actually, to set that example um, for, for all of us um, uh, that are interested in a strong and vibrant Europe. We count on ourselves as well. <laughs> so um, we started the cooperation between U.S. and North Macedonia around unofficially 31 years ago. Yeah. I'm 30 years old, so I'm even younger than this cooperation. Yeah. But you have mentioned the strategic dialogue for many times, and you mentioned the, the youth. But how do you specifically see our role in the strategic dialogue? What should be our role in order to become the, the either the beneficiaries or the future ties and future promoters of this dialogue? I think it's a great question. And, and, and what I, you know, our hope is that the strategic dialogue is not seen uh, as a simple set of meetings between a, a simple mm -hmm. set of actors, whether it's the current government in the United States and the current government here um, or the ministries as they exist. It should be a vibrant, dynamic framework that we can all feed into. Of course, the first step has to start somewhere. Um, and it, so it starts at the government-to-government -government level. But if we can think about our relationship as much broader and build that space, then I would hope that in both of our countries, civil society actors, uh, particularly young people, chambers of commerce, um, uh, interested groups, whether their concerns are you know, environment-focused or education-focused, will also come and see this as a platform to put ideas on the table first and foremost, so to identify those areas where we could have increased cooperation. And then secondly, to offer themselves up to be part of this conversation. Um, and I think, you know, one good example uh, of this um, uh, is, of course, we met in June in the strategic dialogue format. And then very soon after that, uh, we were all gathering uh, in Ohrid for the mm -hmm. press forum. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things that we did, um, and actually with the support of your organization, was bring together young people from across the region to start to have a dialogue. Um, and it was not an ambitious first step, right? It was, it was just a small group of people having a conversation, but with the idea that we could develop this into something that was more of a long-term cooperation, a long-term. So that's how we want to see the strategic dialogue develop. And for that to happen, of course, we're going to need uh, our outside partners and stakeholders um, and, and go well beyond the government to really achieve this. Because ultimately, it's about building such strong bridges between the United States and North Macedonia that they almost, in a sense, carry the work forward themselves. 
with us providing little inputs here and there as necessary, but really having the people-to-people relationships do the hard work for us. So thank you. And also for us, it's quite important to have a seat on the table and providing yes. us this kind of seat. It's very important for the young people that we are dedicated and work for uh, for, for many years. So uh, we are very sad, but we are approaching to your end of your service as ambassador to US, uh, uh, from US to North Macedonia. So I would ask in the past three years, what was your experience here in North Macedonia and how do you perceive the young people what is your perception you mentioned a lot talented but mm-hmm. what do you what do you think that it's the most um the mo- the most challenges that we are facing or what is what is the m- biggest asset that we we possess and we should focus on it absolutely um so let me start with 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 the young people because we should probably always start and end on that note um you know I think my first engagement with the youth was actually in an American corner, um, and I did a sort of meet the ambassadors uh, uh, event with the young people here, and I was amazed at how great their questions were, um, how uh, willing they were to share their uh, to share their experiences with us, and I thought, wow, this is something, and not too much. Beyond that, a few weeks later, I think I went to a university lecture and I stood up and I, you know, and I gave my speech about the United States and North Macedonia. Then I asked for questions and they didn't get a single question, not one. <laughs> and I said, "Wait a minute! I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, this is the same city, this is the same town, and yet something something has changed." And it took me a while to understand um, how important an open and inviting platform could be, right? Um, that there are there are situations in which young people feel comfortable raising their voices, offering their opinions, asking their questions, and there are other platforms in which that hasn't necessarily been the tradition or the custom, mm-hmm. um, and that's had its effect. So I took that as a lesson that um, that that we should all be investing in creating the kinds of spaces and platforms that allow young people to use it because if they have it they will mm-hmm. they don't need any push to do it they only need the right support and environment uh, and the right conversation and they will take their place in it so that was a real eye-opener for me and a lesson and I hope that through our various programs that we've been able to deliver on that um, and so that I think kind of speaks to both of those things um, I would say more broadly that's been my experience here in North Macedonia and my general impression that it is possible to come here to give speeches to lay out a vision of United States and North Macedonia and everybody will nod um, (laughs) and and appreciate you and and because you are also a very polite and hospitable country Um, but if you really want to get to know the country and the people then you have to open up the conversation and you have to be willing um, to have conversations in environments that make them comfortable um, and when we've done that, uh, the response has been incredible. Uh, I am so grateful for the reception, the openness, the uh, candid conversations that people have shared with me because that requires a bit of trust, right? So for people to open up and share what concerns them, you know, what they wake up worrying about every day, whether mm. it's you know, opportunities to work here, whether it's 
you know, a fear that corruption is, you know, taking over their systems and not providing the space for them, whether they're concerned about the environment um, and the care that's given to the parks and the green fields here. I mean, if you open up that space, you will get the right feedback. Um, so I don't know if I directly answered your question, Anelio, but I think um, uh, the, the number one takeaway I have here is that there isn't just potential here. There's actual talent and the area that needs to be developed is making the space for that talent to shine through uh, and to use that voice. And so, you know, my message is always, and it, and it has been, um, uh, whether I'm talking to young people uh, in the United States or here, is, you know, don't be afraid to ask those questions because those are good questions. I mean, um, my team knows this. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old. Um, and while I try to learn new things every day, there are areas that I'm just not going to be able to tackle, except I can have partners. I can have people teaching me all of these things, explaining them to me, working with me, and I can use their energy to make my decisions better. So everybody needs to learn that lesson. And I hope and I believe um, that your political leaders, that your corporations, that your uh, NGOs are now beginning to understand that young people see things differently. They ask really good questions. They offer up very good ideas. And it would be a mistake not to give them not just the platform uh, to propose those ideas, but actually the time and the space and the resources to fulfill some of those ideas because mm -hmm. those are the game changers. That's what's going to make the difference for this country. I also do hope for this. So in order to, to end this, this podcast, I would like to ask you, according to your opinion or according to your position, uh, what will be the focus on our future uh, collaboration between the states and between North Macedonia? So my hope is that uh, our collaboration will look a lot like that event that we did in Prespa, um, where North Macedonia uses its experience uh, to bring together colleagues from the region and to develop regional solutions. Um, obviously, the relationship with the United States and North Macedonia is an important one bilaterally, and we're going to continue to invest in that relationship. But we really need to see a transformation across the Western Balkans. Um, and I think the experiences here in North Macedonia make you well-placed to lead many of those efforts um, and to develop solutions that are good, uh, not just for your country and your region, for Southern Europe, for Europe as a whole, because it is more important than ever that we reinvest in, uh, in our democracies, um, in the institutions that make them strong, in the environments that allow for innovation and creativities and modern technologies and new solutions and green economies and green jobs because the global situation demands it. Um, and we're not going to get there, you know, if we continue to try to approach this I in incremental ways. We need big vision um, and we need big energy. And, and again, if you want to find one place that has both big vision and big energy, it's the young people. So we've got to, to set that space. I do hope that North Macedonia um, and the people here can feel some of that confidence um, mm. because, because I know it exists. We see it exists. I think sometimes when you're in the middle of things, it's hard to see that. It's hard to have that bigger picture because my job was to, to sit back and have a bigger picture for three years. Um, and I think it's real. Uh, and I think you have uh, a real opportunity to be a leader and, uh, again, to open up everybody's eyes to what this country can do. 
So these are huge expectations that need to be uh, filled out from, from our side. I have confidence. I have confidence. I have met we'll some try. Yeah. We'll try. We, we're not going to promise anything, but we're going to try. And we'll be your supporters. Uh, you know, and that's part of my other message, too. Is and, and, and this was very important when we had the strategic dialogue. This is the beginning of a new stage in our partnership. Um, and while I'm excited that you're finally starting the process of EU accession, that doesn't mean that the United States relationship is going to go away at all. Because... Um, we see that your strategic future as our strategic future. Um, and so we're going to be there uh, working with you uh, in new and exciting ways, but we're going to be there as your strategic partner. Thank you. Thank you very much for another uh, cozy discussion. And I truly hope that it will, we will touch the, the Generation Z on Spotify and they will listen and be inspired to, to take part of the strategic dialogue, to take part of all the projects and activities that are happening and and to see that there is a platform and the, we have supporters in order to to be vocal and to express our opinion opinions and thoughts and for and a more personal question and i'm finally ending um what you're gonna miss from north macedonia oh that's a tough one all right first let me say um please Folks, you know, send us your comments. We are going to be watching and we are going to be listening. I can promise you that my team will have eyes on that. Um, I'm going to miss so much here. I mean, we have, my husband and I uh, found true friends here. You know, before we came here, I had a number of colleagues who had served in North Macedonia, and they all said, oh, watch out. This place has a way of stealing your heart. Um, uh, the people, the countryside, you're going to see things, I mean, places that are just beyond beautiful. And, you know, we kind of said, sure, great, that sounds super, mm. but, you know, to really believe that. And, um, but it's true. It, it's really true. Um, uh, I, am, I am so grateful to people who have opened up uh, this country to us and shared their experiences uh, and their loves and their passions with us and fueled ours and taught us new things um, and, and have helped us see this country from their perspective and from a different perspective. Um, I came in with, uh, with a positive vision of North Macedonia, but I leave here with one that's even brighter uh, and stronger than before, and you know, that's saying something, I think. Thank you. Thank you very much. And for those who are, who are watching you, uh, who are watching us, who are watching us, <laughs> As Madam Ambassador said, like, share, comment, and we're going to uh, give back to you our feedback and our answers. So until the next time. Mm -hmm.